0: This is Frida Liu. You're listening to Her Vantage. In this way, we speak to women of influence and leadership. That is Free Sharifa, Munyalara Lara Hussein, or more popularly known as Lara Hussein, is one of the most prominent female leaders in the advertising world. She has been the CEO and founding partner of MNC Sachi Malaysia for approximately 17 years and is largely credited for growing it from a startup in 2003 into a fully fledged creative agency. Good morning, and how are Good you? Morning. Good morning, Frida. Right. I, I read in your, your history, and your bio, that you got into advertising by accident. So let me hear the story about this accidental advertising individual.
1: <laughs> I know. It's a story that I always relate because I always feel like, you know, you don't actually intend to do something. It just happened at that time. And, you know, I came back from, from UK. You know, I graduated. Couldn't. I, it was in the late, you know, 88, 89 that time. And it was really not great times. Right. And I, I, and I actually couldn't get a job and it was tough. And, uh, I was looking around, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Cause I graduated in, you know, European economics, which had nothing to do with anything with French, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so I came back, I couldn't get a job. And I stumbled upon a, an old friend of mine who said, look, why don't you try advertising? And I said, well, I don't really know what it's all about. And then he said, well, why don't you just come and meet, you know, a few people. And that's how I just stumbled on a job and got an internship right. for 800 ringgit. So that's how I started. <laughs> Couldn't pay me. So I thought, it's okay. I just need to work, you know.
0: Right. And, and and you know, what has, I guess, intrigued you to stay
1: on, you know, in, in this space after all these years? Yeah, that's a, that's the funny thing, you know, like throughout those years you know you have like there were different chapters in my life during those those years and every time i wanted to i always thought that no i'm not going to stay i'm not going to stay this is just a stepping stone you know it's just a platform for me to get to know people because i hadn't lived here and get to network a bit and maybe you know do something else get onto the client side or maybe start up something on my own right. again that kind of thing and it just Every time I wanted to do that, it just never happened. And I just stayed on and it it just went consistently on like that. I just pursued the, the role of advertising and just grew from there, actually, in the same industry. Right. You know,
0: and one of the things about the, the advertising industry, right, it's changed so much in the last, you know, 30, 40 years, in the last five years, right, it's evolved so much. And and, and of course, you know, MSC has also, you know, received a lot of awards. And one of the things you implemented to ensure that the agency stays ahead in climate disruption and uncertainty was joint venture approaches with key clients, as well as invested in digitally driven technology-based solutions, right? You know, can you share some examples and why do you think that this strategy is the right strategy?
1: Well, at MNC Saatchi, you know, when we first started, of course, it was was very uh, traditional as a a business model because that's how we, that's our DNA, right? Globally, um, we were very much an ideas company and we still are. I mean, creatively is, creative is the center of what we do. Um, But as you evolved and things change, you know, we needed to, um, be cognizant, obviously, of of the landscape. So, digital revolution came about, and we needed to set up like digital solutions, you know, digital offerings in our uh, business model in order to stay ahead. So, we, for example, created a an MNC Sachi I, which a which is a a setup that primarily focuses on you know social media, social media strategy, content creation. Uh, things like that that would be able to at least offer clients who wanted that uh, a solution so that we are, remain integrated. And then we also um, built a content production company that was in house so that we could enable clients that they could have affordable content production that is speed to market. You know, that if you right. wanted content quickly, you could get it like in a day. And, you know, we know clients. You know, desire for speed, right? Um, so that's sort of some of the uh, sort of you know ventures, or rather, evolutions that we did. And then from the client perspective, obviously, our clients—some clients have stayed, some clients have left. The clients that have been our very strong anchor clients have remained with us for over ten years, and I guess we grew with them. You know, we evolved with them. They. Um, enabled us to really uh, be, you know, a step ahead all the time so that we kept on our toes, you know, especially with our telco client, you know, being, you know, up to speed with technology, being embracing technological ideas, you know, having the right people, you know, we needed to make sure that we hire new talent. So I would say 70% of our talent now, pretty much new, very integrated, probably more digital skewed now and very, very young. So things have changed, you know, like from those days, we've kind of evolved naturally, I would say, Mm. a a conscious decision and also a natural progression. Right. Uh, Speaking of which, you
0: talk about talent, right? And of course, you've got new, new young talent also. How, how challenging is it to find talent? having to groom and, grow, groom and grow
1: them as well. Oh, wow. That keeps me up at nights <laughs> <laughs> for sure because, you know, I think about it all the time. It's like it has always been my pain and my passion, you know, pain because I just cannot find people and good people and re- reten- retention is not as bad as finding actually because once I've locked them in, I think we have the ability, I think, to keep them quite happy But getting them is so hard. And, you know, with the pandemic, it really hit us bad because we're not able to recruit from, you know, talent from abroad. The pool of talent is so small, it's shrunk. Uh, Getting digital talent is hard. Mm. Creative talent is really hard to find. That has been that is really my pain point as 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 a as a as a, you know, as running this agency, you know. Right. And, and of course, you said, you know, once you've got them in, right, you
0: can you can lock them in. And I think that also is about leadership. Right. What would you say? Because you've got you've, you've got some people who've stayed on as well. Right. Yeah. Uh, what is your secret ingredient, I guess, in terms of, you know, uh, talent retention and leading a team?
1: I think uh, as a leader, I spend a lot of time. You know, engaging with the team. You know, understanding them. I'm a very hands-on leader. Like mm-hmm. I really spend a lot of days um, listening. I try to listen as much as possible, and I know that's quite hard sometimes because yeah. I tend to get quite impatient and I'm always in a rush and I want to get things done. But I make a conscious effort to really listen. Um, I think I'm I'm compassionate, especially like what we've been through. It's been the challenge, the most mm-hmm. challenging times of our of our history really, and really understanding what they are going through and reaching out to them in a very, you know, caring and compassionate way, you know, because I I understand what they are going through, you know, being isolated and things like that. So, I mean, very different uh, modules, if you like, on how I deal with them, like from a, you know, compassionate, caring point of view and from a skill mentoring uh, perspective. You know, ensuring that they grow, ensuring that they have a purpose in their job, ensuring that they meet, you know, whatever goals that they have, you know, because everybody wants to achieve something, right? They're not just mm. coming to work just because they have nothing else to do. So mm. I, I'm very aware of that and I'm very aware that pe- everybody's different and everybody has different goals. So I try to make sure that we're, they're not left out, you know, if right. you want to be ahead one day, you know, yes, let's go for it. We set up an action plan in order to for you to achieve it. You know, so I have different kind of like um strategy, if you like, for different right. uh different needs right it, aligning with the our
0: purpose as well, so that the our purpose you know connects back to to the organization's purpose
1: yeah, and I think understanding you know they're they're distilling everything to to really putting putting myself in their shoe, you know mm. and really understanding them you know it's 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 hard for people who are the guys who are young you know they they shouldn't feel left out in this whole right. game right and i hear a lot of stories and i guess the model
0: is has to has change but a lot of the uh, i guess more senior advertising people choosing to do the freelance approach right they just say okay i want to work on certain projects and maybe that's a model that works for certain people some people want the the the, the full-on job uh, and having to change with that as well but i think it's 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 probably the case in in most All industries.
1: Yes, for sure. And especially after the pandemic, you know, people have been used to the idea of working from home and they get the, the, they love the flexibility of it and they become comfortable, Mm. you know, good or bad, you know, everybody has their different point of view, you know, like, I feel like if that's what you want, then I can't, I can't judge, you know, who am I to judge, right? If that's what you want in your life, then okay, yeah. so be it. And you want to freelance, you know, but that, that is a problem that we're facing right now. Cause a lot of people have come to me and saying, actually, you know what, I don't want this. And I just want to like work from home. And I, mm-hmm. I, I want to do it at my own time. So that has led to our, this talent crunch, you know, because right. a lot of people have, have moved on to do mm-hmm. that.
0: Right, I'm here with uh, Datin Alara Hussein uh, from MNC Sachi Malaysia. We'll talk a little bit about competition and awards after this. Stay tuned, BFM eighty nine point nine. Birkins for Mama, BFM eighty nine point nine,
1: the business station.
0: This is Sreena Liu. If you've just joined us, this is Her Vantage, where I speak to women of leadership. And I'm here with uh, Sree Sharifah, Lara Hussain. Uh, Lara Hussain, who is the CEO and founding partner of MSC Sachi Malaysia. And, you know, you've led this organization for 17 years. And, of course, some major awards that the agency has won. Uh, what were some of the significant ones for you? And I, I know it's like saying who's your favorite child, but I guess
1: who would have been some of the uh, the prominent ones? You know, actually, to, well, to be honest with you, I wouldn't say, you know, we've won a lot of awards. I mean, that's part of the game, right? It's mm-hmm. just, it's just something, you know, we have to do and we want to do it. Yes. Because it mo- motivates the team. Yeah. And I, I, I understand, but it's not really the be all and end all of our, our purpose, right? Um, I think, you know, when we did the Usain Bolt campaign, I think that was my personal favorite and we won a gold Effie for it. We won a lot of awards for that because it was good during that time, you know, to have this mega icon. And it just, the whole campaign really fitted the strategy of a fastest network, fastest guy, fastest network, you know, I mean, just... No brainer right, so I, th- I we want a gold Effie for that, and that, I think that was one of our my personal favorites and you know of course, a lot of other awards that we 've won recently you know for some of our festive campaigns, Guitar and Patama, we won like gold for it in the advertising and marketing awards, and yeah a lot a, a lot of awards and and I guess the one that I am very proud of, and I was very, very pleased that you know I was being recognized was that business leader award that I won for Asia Pacific because I guess it was something that, um, at least it, you know, brought something home, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. And when, okay, it's also interesting, I think I have
0: to bring up the, 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 the gender factor. Uh, do we see equal representation in the advertising industry the fair, just as many men and women or are the issues still the same? You know, women drop off, they want to stay home and take care of the kids. Do we still have, is it similar in the advertising space?
1: Yeah, definitely. Advertising is really um, very guilty in, in this whole, you know, gender gender equality in terms of leadership. Right. You know, very few women, well, very few women are CEOs in advertising or leaders, you know, you find less and less. And I think because maybe, yes, you're right. They just decide that they don't want to do this anymore. They just want to do their own thing. They want to freelance. They want to set up their own business. Very comfortable at home, you know or they find it very, too stressful, too demanding, too much, you know, when you have children, family. So you tend to get people dropping off. But at the mid-level, it's quite equal. Mm-hmm. Like we probably have about 50-50 women mm. and men, yeah, in the, in the mid-level. Okay,
0: when you look at competition as well in this, in, in, in this space, right, and, and competition comes in all, it's not so straightforward anymore, right? How are you approaching or looking at competition?
1: Or what you see is competition yeah you're very, you're right because you know we're not just competing with other agencies of our right our kind of level or stature right I mean we're competing with small agencies small digital agencies we're competing with even people who just won two men shows we are right. competing with clients who have built in-house agencies that's becoming quite frequent now, like clients have decided to build in-house. So that's a big threat i think for the for us in the industry um so how do we deal with it well it's always been there you know it's been Mm. there it's been there since day one i mean there's no there's no ruling out that there is huge competition out there and it gets tougher. and we just have to be better at what we do and we need to always have a strategy on how to approach a, a certain pitch and how do we go about it you know how do we kind of win the pitch you know so we have to have that whole fighting spirit in us all the time and I encourage the team to also have that because we need to go in there and wanting to win right? right and I think from, uh, from a client agency relationship you know, mm. we've got to make sure we've got to protect our turf. you know, we've got to protect mm. our client relationship and make sure that people don't come and poke their nose into our relationship. You know, mm. so we're quite territorial about our relationships, you know, and we make sure that we engage with our clients. We understand them, we make sure that we deliver as well and that we're on the ball. Right. Uh, it would be remiss of me to
0: not talk about your grandfather. Uh, who, of course, is is the first prime minister himself. Do you remember him? I mean, you know, and I guess, you know, what sort
1: of legacy did he leave behind for you? Yeah, of course. I mean, like, because I spent quite a lot of time with him, you know, when I came back, I lived with him, actually, and um, uh, spent a lot of very good, precious moments with him and would follow him everywhere to all his events and, you know, wherever he traveled. And uh, I guess I, I mean, I was in my maybe 20... Ish, So just about to start my career. And he actually wanted me to join politics and uh, was very upset that I had chosen advertising. So that's another story because he didn't know anything. He, he, he wasn't, you know, he's not a you know, yeah. he just wanted me to give back to the country and contribute to the nation. To him, everybody could do that. Right. So I think he was uh, wanting me to do that, but I didn't. I guess he he left a very strong legacy for me to to work hard, to be obviously committed to what I want to do, a family values very important. He doesn't believe in materialism at all. He never thought that you should, you know, be greedy. Corruption to him was unacceptable and he just taught us those values that we live and subscribe by today, like, you know, you know, with, with things happening now and everybody's right. You know, wants to make money and, you know, you want to have nice things and we try, you know, of course, that's very tempting, right. Now you mm-hmm. live that kind of lifestyle. So I'm always conscious of what he taught me that, you know, how much money do you want to have and mm-hmm. you don't need to have so much and, you know, just be mindful of that. And, and also, you know, this whole idea of compassion and always give back to people and make sure that, whatever you earn, you give back. Right. And I guess uh, a final thought
0: from you as well, where do you see the advertising industry going? I know there's, you know, you're, one of the things you talk about was NFTs and, and how that will impact the advertising industry.
1: Well, I think advertising will play a huge role because, you know, creativity is is really key and it is, it is the driver of business, right? I mean, when you think about it really simply, I mean, I know everybody talks about it and it sounds really complicated, but when you really think about it, it's quite simple. When you take an insight, a consumer behavior, you blend or you match or you fuse that with creativity, you get a brilliant idea, right? Mm -hmm. And brilliant ideas lead to brilliant startups. Right. That's how it works, right? So creativity is the driver of that business. And with creativity, you have, you know, technology, digital uh, solutions that makes it far more exciting, right? So you have digital tech companies that use tech to build their business. So I guess how agencies will play a role is really helping a lot of these new startups go to market. Because I think some of their businesses, they have a really good business model, you know, very interesting, very exciting, but you know, they're not familiar or not going to market in the way that they should. Right. A, you know you, you know you want to build awareness for these startups right and I like to get involved in that actually, which is something that I'm going to be doing mm-hmm. like do a lot of um, strategic work with these young startups and help them along the way I think in terms of your you know nft's digital revolution it's it's obviously quite new here although it's been around for maybe another uh, what, last one two years mm-hmm. I think brands will, will will ride on this bandwagon i think they have started already around the world it's a fantastic platform for brands to engage with consumers at a very direct level it's also a fantastic platform for you to find a different type of customers you know right it's not everybody's game right i mean i don't i don't know i haven't tried it i don't know whether it's something is quite tempting you know but it's not something it's not in my dna you know i'm like Maybe my daughters will, but he went, wow, it's powerful in the sense that you get this cluster of people that have this type of, you know, mindset, you know, very young and quite digitally savvy and quite tech, right? That And quite arty as well, I suppose. So mm-hmm. I think brands would find this this audience quite exciting. And I think brands will definitely ride on it. And I think the, the trick is to find uh, what digital assets that they can find that's going to be luring, I think. You know, because not everything is going to be something that people want, right? Right. Uh, so I think that will be quite exciting as the new new thing that, you know, we we need to be aware of these things, you know, and make sure that we get it and we understand it, you know. And, and work with it along with our clients, you know. Right, and to, to stay ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks
0: for spending your your a bit of your morning with us. I was speaking to Lara Hussein, CEO and founding partner of MSC Sachi Malaysia, and you've been listening to Her Vantage, BFM 89.9.